Hello, Internet. My name is Katie. I'm 24, and what I'm about to tell you might sound pretty weird, but it's the truth. I'm different from everybody else. Not in the like, oh, I'm special kind of a way, but I actually have a deformity. It's not a massive one, and you probably wouldn't notice it at first sight. However, it sucks to live with. My mom somehow wants me to think it's a part of me, and I should be proud and blessed for being unique. But it actually feels more like a curse, to be honest. When you hear deformity, you probably think I have like an extra finger or teeth on my belly button or a third nipple. I mean, I guess if you're into weird stuff like that. But sorry to disappoint you, I don't have any of those. Although an extra finger actually doesn't sound too bad. But my deformity is that I was born with really short eyelids that don't totally cover my eyes. It doesn't sound like much, but trust me, you don't want to know what this feels like. It's a living hell. I was born in Marshalltown in Iowa. You know I'm talking about a small place when the word town is included in the name. Why would anybody do that, by the way? You could just call it Marshall. You don't have to specify that it's a town. People would look around and know that it's a town. Anyways, me and my weird eyelids didn't really affect me much when I was little. One could say I guess I had a normal childhood. But it all changed when I was about 12 or 13. Goddamn puberty. I guess it's not an easy time for anybody, but uh, that's when things started to go downhill for me. One night, I woke up with my eyes super red, and they were really irritated. My parents were worried and took me to the hospital. There, doctors gave me artificial tears to stop the pain and asked me to close my eyes. And that's when I found out that I couldn't do it. My eyelids literally would not close. At all. They said to my parents that it was a birth deformity that they could fix with a relatively easy surgery. Of course, that sounded great until they told us that it was going to be, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars out of pocket after insurance, and my parents really didn't have that money. My mom was a nurse and my dad was a local attorney, which sounds good, but in a place where nothing ever really happens, there's not a lot of money to be made being a lawyer. I also have two sisters and a brother, so, you know, accounting for four kids, what my parents brought home didn't really leave a lot of extra. So I'm basically saying that it cost a lot of money and we didn't have savings. The doctor told me that if I didn't have the surgery, I'd have to be really careful. Eyes are obviously a very delicate organ and I could get infections at any time with this condition. He gave me like 10 different packages of artificial tears and I guess that was supposed to be my treatment. Artificial tears every few hours and some antibiotics to keep myself from getting infected. It was annoying, but not the worst thing ever. I was able to maintain a certain degree of normality until I turned 15. That's when it started to get harsh. People started noticing that I couldn't close my eyes all the way. And it was kind of funny. And then they thought it was creepy. They started calling me Shark Girl, like that character from that horrible movie with the girl that shoots lava. I mean, really looking back, it was stupid. But also, sharks have eyelids, so it's not even that clever. I mean, it would have made more sense if they called me Fish Girl or something like that. I don't know. I'm not good with nicknames either. But I can definitely point out the bad ones, and that one sucked. Do you know how many times people picked on me or threw things at my face just to see if I could actually blink? I guess that's high school, the closest thing to hell on earth. Maybe your high school experience was better than mine. I mean, I feel like it kind of sucked for everybody, but, you know... Not everybody has half eyelids. I mean, if you had to ask me, I feel like I'd rather have extra nipples than be in my actual situation. I'm sure that there's some people out there who would find it kind of hot. Even though that's super weird. Okay, just reeling it back in. There's a lot of social issues regarding my whole no blinking capabilities. 
First of all, no one wants to date Shark Girl. Second, a lot of substitute teachers sent me to detention because they thought I was making fun of them by not blinking, even after I showed them my freaking medical reports. I'm not making this up. And some guys I didn't know accused me of being a stalker because I was staring at them. I think they just felt awkward, and I don't blame them. I get it. It's weird. I wanted to start wearing sunglasses to school, but my mom wouldn't let me. She said that I needed to accept who I was and that I shouldn't let any comments about my eyes hurt me. That's really easy to say when you're not the one suffering from this condition. I was a miserable teenager. And no, I'm not looking for pity. I just can't find a better word to call it. Thank God Marshalltown was a pretty lame place to live in. We don't have any big malls or movie theaters or even nice parks or a good sports team to go support. The best thing we have is the Marshalltown Community College baseball team. And it's not even a real college. As lame as my hometown is, all that lameness kind of helped me. The kids at my school didn't go out a lot, so I didn't feel the pressure of missing out on a bunch of things. What they did for fun were parties, and of course they didn't invite me because nobody wants a freak around them. I guess it kills the party vibe. That hurt a lot. So I took all that pain and prepared my revenge before graduating. I'll be honest with you. Revenge is something bad and ugly and not really helpful at all. Like Aunt May said to Spider-Man, it's like a poison that destroys you from within. I'm not proud of what I did, and maybe if I could go back in time, I wouldn't do it again. But at the same time, it did feel really good. Here's what happened. In my senior year, I became really observant, using my defective eyes to evaluate every little defect my classmates had, and I wrote them down in one of my notebooks. It was a process that took months for me to get all the information I needed. Then I recorded myself on a CD saying these awful things about them. My master plan was almost complete. I just needed to wait until prom night to carry it out. The day came, well, the night came, and I let them party for about an hour. Then I paid the DJ to let me go up to the music booth for five minutes, just five minutes while he went to the bathroom. Five minutes were enough to do it. I waited for the song to stop and I hit play on my evil CD. And for five minutes, my voice echoed in the room with sentences like, Nick, your mom is a whore. We all know she's sleeping with the principal. Nick, even your dad knows your mom is a whore who's sleeping with the principal. Tiffany, your boyfriend is cheating on you with Brittany. And my personal favorite, Sean, all the girls know about your cocktail weenie size wiener. I know it was bad, but they kind of deserved it. Or so I thought at the time, but now I'm not so sure. Surprisingly, this horrible act actually made me some kind of hero among all the school nerds, which felt great to be honest. I convinced the school board to not expel me, but I still wasn't able to attend graduation. One of my new friends, or followers, told me that some kids were planning revenge on me. I know it might sound like I'm a coward, but prom night was my only victory and I wasn't going to let them take that away from me. Despite all of my problems at school, I still had really good grades, and I got a partial scholarship to study filmmaking at NYU. It was like a dream come true for me. Maybe the first time life was giving me something good. It felt like the laws of the universe were finally trying to maintain some sort of balance. If you have all these terrible things happening for you year after year, the universe is forced to give you something great. And vice versa. If you believe in that kind of stuff. Anyways, I was so excited to start classes. In my head, everything was going to be better. High school was finally over and everybody in college is more mature, right? Spoiler alert, they're not. 
People noticed that my eyelids were not normal and they made fun of me just like in the old days. This time I didn't care much because I was doing something that I liked and studying something I was passionate about. And in New York City, nobody really cares if you wear sunglasses inside of a classroom. If you do it, you won't be the weirdest one in the room. I can assure you of that. Before finishing my second year, my friends asked me if I could help them to animate a short film for one of our classes. The film was really good, and our teacher actually entered it in a local festival, and the feature won. We were super happy about it, and for the first time in my life, I felt like I had real friends. A few days later, one of the festival judges called me. He said that he was really impressed by the quality of our film, and he was searching for young talent for his upcoming project. He basically offered me a job with him, and I had to move to Hollywood and gave me two days to give him an answer. Of course I said yes. In the span of two years, I went from having a terrible childhood to one of the coolest jobs you could possibly imagine. Fast forward a few more years, and I've been living in LA, collaborating on a ton of cool projects, both for film and TV. You've probably seen some of them. One is with a company that people often associate with a mouse. I know, that was lame. But whatever, you know who I'm talking about. I look back 15 years to old insecure me, and I just can't believe that I'm living my dream now. Who would have thought that the weird kid would be doing all the movies that their bully children watch? It's bananas. Now I have a six-figure salary, I finally got my eyelids fixed, and at the same time I'm helping my family pay their bills. They were the only ones who supported me back then. Oh, and I also met a guy. His name is Nick, and he's a screenwriter, and he just sold his first spec to a major company. I won't say the name because I obviously can't avoid legal problems and I'm bad at hiding secrets, but we're doing great, and who knows what the future has planned for us. I just want to say thank you for listening.